Are you interested in advertising for Simply Jamie? You can email me if you are interested and I can give you some prices. My email address is jamie, J-A-M-M-I-E dot phillips, P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S at iCloud.com. jamie.phillips at iCloud.com. If you are interested in advertising your business on this podcast, thank you. Become a supporter of my podcast, Simply Jamie. The link is anchor.fm slash Jamie dash Nicole dash Phillips slash support. That is Jamie with two M's, J-A-M-M-I-E dash N-I-C-O-L-E dash P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S slash support. You can give a monthly contribution of 99 cents per month, $4.99 per month, $9.99 per month. But become a supporter of my podcast. This helps me to maintain and acquire additional equipment to be able to sustain further episodes. Thank you so much. And again, the address is anchor.fm slash Jamie with two M's dash Nicole N-I-C-O-L-E dash Phillips with two L's slash support. Thank you. Well, hello, 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 hello. Welcome to Black Women Matter. This is, I believe, my fourth episode, and I've been absent for quite some time. I apologize for that. <laughs> Life has gotten in the way, uh, and I was looking for a new co-host, so um, I started a new job, and at my new job, you know, I found who I needed, and she's here. I'm gonna allow her to introduce herself. Hey, girl. Hi, Jamie. Hi. Thank you for having me. Yes. <laughs> so yes. You. Um. And yeah, I met Jamie at work, and we hit it off quickly. She's she's into music. I'm into music. I had this lifestyle of music um, when I was uh, married. I'm divorced now. Single, if you know. Never mind. Um, <laughs> but um, we get along well and we have a lot in common. So she talked about, you know, how she's a host of a podcast. So I was like, oh, that's cool. And I had been thinking of trying to do stuff just, again, to run my mouth about things that I have on my mind. I hate having it in my head and not having anybody to share it with, whether they agree or not, you know, whatever. But yes, good to be here. Yes, and she is a hippie just like me. I was like, oh, for the time I saw her, I was like, oh, we gonna be friends. We gonna be friends. We like have almost the exact same personality. So, um, I'm, well, she's not as loud as me. Okay. <laughs> but um, I'm so happy to have you on, and we's about to clown. We about to clown for real, for real. Um, I'll hold back. You know that. Yeah, she's you know good. <laughs> oh yeah, 
it's off the chain. So yeah, this is my new co-host, New. New is in the building, and I'm still me. Um, I have changed my name though, New. I have a new name too. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm not Jamie anymore. What's that? Oh. I'm Moon. I'm Moon now. And should we do this over so I can introduce you? No, so <laughs> because my name was already my name on my previous one. So I just changed it. So I'm just telling the audience, I have a new name now. I go by Moon. I don't go by my government anymore. <laughs> yeah, that is so mad hippie. We are totally free summer right now. <laughs> yes, hippie summer. I got my crystals going. I don't go without my crystal. And the ring. The you rings. Her. Huh? Tell, them the ring. tell, me, tell them where you get your rings and stuff. Oh, I get my rings. I got this one from Etsy. So cute. Oh, you got that one from Etsy. Okay. I got that one on Etsy. I got this one um, at my uh, uh, beautician salon, uh, Rock of Pro. Yeah. yeah. Rock of Rock Pro. Pro. Yeah. And I ordered these on Etsy. Oh, you got those from Etsy too? Oh. Mm -hmm. Wow. I'm afraid to. Because <laughs> you're going to spend a lot of money. It's everything you want. And exactly. so, yeah, I've been really into mindfulness lately and just trying to be protected from from evil, from mm. spirits and, and different types of vibes. Mm -hmm. I don't want every type of vibe around me. Yeah, I feel you yeah. know what I'm saying? The vibe. It's all about the vibe nowadays. Intention. 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 Yes. Mindfulness. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think you're an empath. Are you an empath? I'm kind of like somewhat like. Yeah. Because I can see I, you. I'm, I'm an empath in terms of the, 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 I hate people, seeing people done wrong. Gotcha. This is yeah. my- Hey, doggy. He's a big baby. He looks like he wants to breastfeed. I know, what is this? <laughs> Ruin my figure, go. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm always like wanting to fight for rights. You know, like- I got you, I got you. Yeah, you don't like to see people um, oppressed. I can't stand it. Yeah, yeah. I'm blaming yeah. you. Because I've been through it, so <clears throat> that's why I work in a field that I work in, trying to help people um, realize their own potential outside of what people say and assume, and you know, just anything, anything that I can help them with. Did you stop? Okay, go home. We need to rename ourselves the behavioral health babes. All oh, that. I'm sure that's taken. <laughs> I'm sure that's taken. The behavioral health babes. That is hilarious. Yeah, that's taken. So yeah, that's what me and New do. So like, if you follow me and all of that, I you know I I do the music education thing. You know, I still do that. But you know, I'm about to be forty this year. I did that for fifteen years. Been there, done that. Um, I've been working in behavioral health, and I love it. I'm glad. I love I'm it. Have you? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I love it. I love it. helping people and seeing people change and things of that nature. And um, so I've kind of changed course. Um, and I've started going into uh, the conceptual behavior sciences. And okay. yeah, 
behavioral science. What is that? Conceptual behavior sciences. So like observing and changing human behaviors. Gotcha. Gotcha. I didn't know that was a separate. I thought that was just generally behavioral health. But you know what? It's not. Because Mm -mm. in some instances, and you're going to find it, and it's going to be frustrating, it seems like the system is designed to keep people where they are because it makes people money. So there's not a lot of emphasis on changing. Yeah, I mean, how do you, like, they have people in therapy for years and years and years and years. They have people on medications for years. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I know that there's reasons, you know, there's some people who just have a brain issue or they had trauma and it's something that's long-term. I understand that. But um, there's some people who can actually change. And I don't think there's enough, um, there's enough therapists and enough mental health professionals to help them guide out of the system. Um, you know, depending on their progress, because I'm not into rushing people out, you know, out of the system. But it would be nice, you know, to have people who, more people who are into, hey, you can change. <laughs> right. So just finding, you know, helping them pinpoint what it is they're doing or what they could change. So like, I'm like, I paid for this thing that I'm doing now, uh, a workshop to get certified in. ACT, which is acceptance and commitment therapy. And that is all about being in the here and now, accepting what's happened to you. Yes. Yes. You know, I've had this crisis. Mm -hmm. This happened. Mm -hmm. I accept it. And now I have to practice psychological flexibility to be able to handle it. Right. It's almost like, um, what's the word that they use? Um, basically having, having grit. Yeah. Um, you know, they did a study on, um, survivors of the Holocaust and just in that direction, just to see how they were able to continue their life. And cause a lot of them led really great lives. Like, mm-hmm. and a lot of them weren't on medication cause they didn't have that back then and they were able to manage. So they sort of, you know, looked at people who went through different tragedies and was able to just continue on. And they found that you know, concepts like that are important to include yeah. in into mental health. Yeah, definitely. And there's so many, um, there are so many branches because like the main thing that you study is ABA, which is applied behavior analysis. And yeah. then all these things like ACT and CBT, which is cognitive behavior therapy and um, all of these other different ones, they branch off from that. And they're all different ways of studying um uh, behavior, human behaviors. Right. A lot of times when people think of ABA, they always think about the um, the kids with autism, mm-hmm. which that is kind of like the initial piece. Right. But then there are these other pieces that you can get certified in that more so help adults. Gotcha. And that's more so what I want to do. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's more so what I want to do. Because, um, you know, I'm a CPS. And- right. Tell them what that is, because they don't know. A certified peer specialist is someone who has had lived experience with mental health, or for some others, it would be um, addictions. Um, Mine is an addiction. Um, Not that that's bad, I'm just saying that's not my experience. Mm -hmm. But um, I've had various traumas throughout life um, since I was a child, and, um, you know, caused different things to happen in my life. And I was able to overcome a lot of things and gain a lot of knowledge through my experience. And I'm just so glad that people were able to read 
recognize that the fact that people have gone through something is their education is a good measure of education like i don't have the degrees and the all of that to back up what i've gone through but what i've gone through is i feel you don't like need no degree to go through do you? yeah like no. i feel like it's valuable so i really mm -hmm. and i'm actually able to use it and um you know i believe that i'm helping people um so yeah that's what a cps does um it's uh, certified in georgia i'm trying to get certified elsewhere so i can do online stuff with other people oh and, good yeah um and i'm trying to get more education to back up stuff so that i can get Hey, right. <laughs> to have a, people really respect degrees a lot. So just to have some word behind what I know already um, and more knowledge. I don't think I know it all. Um, I just know my experience. So I need to know other experiences too and um, different terms and things. I'm so bad. I just have been intimidated by school because I've, I've not done well in school before, but yes. um, it's a <laughs> It's amount <laughs> like I just like my first year of college I went to a Christian school um because it was the only way I can get away from my parents so I was like okay I'll go to Liberty University I went there I did nothing I slept <laughs> just didn't do anything it was just difficult for me my ADHD just it was off the chain I didn't know I had it um it was hard for, to focus it was hard to like tests are a difficulty for me um memorization and things like that so I have a little bit of a phobia with school. Um, and also, I don't, go in, I don't wanna go through all that, but I did, I had a teacher abuse me when I was younger too. And I think it's that's part of why, and I, have to, I kinda have to work through that too. Um, Cause I think it really did affect me as far as my relationship in a learning environment. Just, you know, the, the, the what do you call it? The anxiety that comes up. Um, I well, I hope I don't cause you anxiety. No, 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 <laughs> no. Why would you call me? No, I'm, I'm the teacher in the building. I'm like the oh, only one that's like from that no. field. Totally opposite. You may even be healing for me. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's my story behind um that. You know, I do want to press forward. So yeah, you know. and we we have plenty of time to get into that. You know, um. You know, that, that, and that's what I was going to say with you saying that it, it's been, because I know like my friends and stuff, they, the ones who will hit me up, they're always like, well, how do you feel like just, you were like the teacher, you are like the, you were killing me. Yes, and yes. Then now you're like in a whole different, and I will say that it has been challenging. Okay. Okay. It's been it's been challenging. It, it hasn't been as challenging because as a band director, mm -hmm. so much of what we do with our kids is counseling anyway. Right. So right. much of counseling. If you care. Yes, yeah. Caring about them. We never get to just see them for that class period and say, get out my face. Right. They become a part of our family, you know. Right. And um, so it was kind of like, you know, doing the same exact thing, but it has been a little bit of a challenge. Just the the documentation, of course, is it's on ten hundred. And I'm not saying that it's bad state of Georgia, but yes, it's tedious. But you make it's it look tedious. Is. Like you make it look like you, it's just another day at work. You make it look like you, you're good. I wouldn't even know that you, it's a thing. 
it's a lot. Really? It's a lot. Okay. It's, it is. Um, I mean, you know, of course, I get it done because, you know, I mean, that's how you get paid. So, you know, you're going to get them. you get them done. Yeah. But, you know, it's just like, it, it. that has been part of kind of like the challenge of switching over. And then the other piece is, you know, the pay could be better. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting more than me. <laughs> but yeah. But you know, it's it's the corner that we're in though, because it's a private sector. So, and we're working in the African American community. Right. Unfortunately, you know, there are things that come along with that. Where mm -hmm. as, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> the pay. Yeah, it's just a little bit. You know, that that's that's like. Oof. Yeah. I love the fact that it's run by mostly sisters. Like, I'm just yes. like I feel so good about being behind that. Like, I think that's part of why I stay. It's just like, this is the strength and the, it's just, you know, even though we can kind of- I love our spot. Yeah, like I just love the fact that it's a big accomplishment. And yeah. um, I don't want to say any names. I'm not sure if I can mention where no, we- No, they got to pay for advertisement, babe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I just, I, I love the fact that um, it's run by all sisters yeah. and they're good jobs. And they're we very- We got a good spot we're in. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to tell my friends too. Like it's- it's been okay for me because we I'm I landed in a decent gig where I've had time to grow. You know, they appreciated the fact the the fact that I was a teacher. Yes. Coming in and, and even in the interview it was like, man, why haven't we thought about bringing on more teachers? This makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and so yeah. I was kind of like, whoa, y'all want us in behavioral health? You know, like I because I know nothing about any of this, you know, but but I get it. It makes sense for what we do as group facilitators. It's the exact thing as being in a classroom, right? Kind exactly. of sort of a little bit, but yeah. yeah in a group so it's just like it's very similar to teaching with some different elements in there but like you're very you're very um researched you you get your books together so well and you plan so well and uh we got music with the psychology mixed together just right <laughs> so, and right and, 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 and you know i so. will say that you know that i'm constantly buying books because i want to know what i'm doing i don't want to do something and not know what I'm doing, whatever I'm doing, I want to be the best at it. So I'm right. going to read up, I'm going to build a library. Um, you know, I can't practice music therapy. Let me make sure I'm saying that out loud because I don't want anybody sending me to the board or anything. I do not practice music therapy. I do not have a degree in that. I have a bachelor's in music education. But um, I found a way to kind of merge the two. Exactly. Um, yeah. And Teaching. I love that. Uh -huh. I, the art part. I do the art piece. Right. And you I, do the art piece. Yeah. I'm still learning about it. You know, I, I like doing crafts and stuff like that. But um, I don't know. It's, it's just cool to see the reaches that, um, you know, one of our associates really help us out. And I'm about to give her name, but I forgot we can't give names. Um, but, <laughs> you know, the other lady who comes in and helps us sometimes, um, she... Um, She's a therapist and she helps me a lot with um, connecting those things, art and, and, um, and therapy. Mm -hmm. Let's see how it works. It's like a good math problem. <laughs> yeah, isn't it interesting? 
<laughs> so yeah, we're we're the behavior bitches, but but there's already a, a podcast named that. So shouts oh. out to them. But uh, <laughs> we will, uh, of course, always insert tidbits of things. You know, when we talk, we'll insert tidbits of those types of things. Of course, whenever I'm studying anything, I'm like super duper excited about it, as I want to share as much as possible and my journey to trying to become a therapist because right now I'm a paraprofessional it took me a while to kind of connect the dots with that because in the school system the paraprofessional you know god bless their soul but they are like the teacher's assistant and i'm used to being that guy i'm not i'm not nobody i'm not nobody <laughs> assistant right. but at the same time it is what it is my degrees are not in this field you know right. they're not in this field so but if you know uh, oh, I was about to say my government. If you know Moon for who she is, she ain't gonna sit around being the the yeah, assistant. I, for... I love that about you. You just like, yeah. Okay, what else can I do? Right. <laughs> like, I'm gonna find a way. Yeah. To get in the loop. Yeah. And so the way that I found to use what I have, my MED and my EDS. Uh, which are just terminally education degrees, unless they in psychology. Um, yeah is to come in through ABA and study human behaviors. And I find, and thank God I find it fascinating. Yeah. You know, I yeah. could have done music therapy because I have the bachelor's in music ed, which that would just require a bridge program. But music therapy, let me tell y'all something. What's about music therapy? What's up with that? Y'all gotta get y'all programs together. Like they don't have, it's too many programs, all the programs pretty much, you have to be on campus. So you, it's not, you, you see what I'm saying? It's not yeah. for a person that's about to be 40 that wants to change careers. It's rather difficult to get that. That's free. true. In, in person. Yeah. Yeah. To get okay. that equivalency. It, it's not easy. And it's like only one online program. And you have to still go all the way to Kalamazoo or wherever they're located like three times in the beginning of the semester. So it's it's a, it's difficult, y'all. They have the equivalency piece where you can bridge it. You don't have to get another master's, but they're all in person. Yeah, and if you have to love it to want to do all that, like it's just you so can't do that when you got bills and shit. Love, yeah. It's not something that you really <laughs> falling for. So it's not. Yeah. yeah, it's not gonna it's not gonna allow you to. <laughs> you can't do it. I yeah. love it, but yeah. I can't do it. I can't yeah. do it. You can't do it when you got bills and kids and shit. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you got bills and kids. Like it's kind of changing. Speaking of bills and kids and shit, let's talk about this Barry Jackson shit. Oh, how did that, <laughs> does that connect? <laughs> that connection. We're gonna make it connect. Bills and kids and shit. <laughs> Derrick Jackson. If you don't know who Derrick Jackson is, Derrick Jackson is this oh. guy who is one of these relationship experts, self impose don't have a license in nothing, just self, guess he just, you know, he basically, as we've learned in the past week, he's talking about things that he's been doing and trying to warn women about it. Um, there's a couple of uh, uh, guys, I don't know why this is a thing. It's all stemming from the Steve Harvey, Harvey thing, the what your man won't do and that whole rigmarole and uh, all of these guys um, that they speak, well, their niche is that they speak on behalf of the male. They tell females, right, what the male is, 
thinking. Mm-hmm. You give your thought on, on on what they do. I can't really explain it. Um, I think they're well intentioned, and that's all I could say. <laughs> um, I I think it's a good idea, but I've I've never been a fan of that part of our culture. Like, let me tell you what used to piss me off. Every time I would look like look at an Essence magazine or um, a any black female magazine, it always had on a title, how to please your man, what you can do to make, to support the black man and what you could do. It's like back to back. That's all their titles would say. And then when I look at the white magazines, it's like <laughs> enjoying your relationship. <laughs> how Two to, ways um, to better like, your sex. This, yeah. Yep. Like, we have to work in order to have a good, like we, you do have to work, but it's just like, it makes it seem like we have to do so much to, you know, just to have a normal loving relationship. Like, I don't know. Um, but I, I understand maybe they're brothers who just want to tell us as sisters, you know, I kind of like Jackson's pieces about how, um, I think he told a lot of things that were very true. I think he said a lot of things that made sense. Because he was doing it. Yeah, he was on it. I think, and I think he may have messed up, um, but it doesn't mean that what he said isn't true. Like he comes from a religious background. I come from a very religious background and I know how they work. Like they're very good at telling people what to do because you're in church and all you do is sit there and be told what to do. And so they have a good, they, they're kind of trained to teach people stuff or tell people what to do, but there's not a lot of training on how to live their own life. Like I've seen it growing up, like people will get on a pulpit and say stuff to this and then they'll go home and just act ugly and so it's just I think he's it's the culture of church that doesn't help um as far as why it seemed because if it were me and I knew I was cheating and I'm telling people all these things I would have just said hey you know what I've I haven't been faithful all my life you know I've I haven't you know I would have just kind of reconciled before. these are things I know from experience of what yeah. I hear from my wife yeah yeah and maybe that's mm-hmm. my but you know it pays to be honest ahead of time just to say this is what I learned through, you know, me being a dog for a while, you know, instead of waiting till later. But, you know, again, that's the church background. They feel like they have to have this good reputation or the world is looking at them a certain way. So they have to, you know, have everything all together instead of just saying, hey, I'm a mess, but this is still true. So I don't know, that's that's just my opinion on it. As far as the things he said, you know, I just, and Steve Harvey too with his fourth married. So <laughs> I'm just like, wow. You know, I do believe, you know, he may be saying stuff that's helpful and truthful, but um, I, just, I guess I'm just one to not really judge somebody based on what they do. But I know because that's how our culture is. We're very much into, well, I'm not gonna listen to what that person says because they did such and such, which makes no sense because it doesn't help the other person that you're not, it doesn't hurt the other person that you're not gonna listen to them, it hurts you. If they're saying something that makes sense and it's true, and you're just like, well, I'm not gonna listen to that because you did such and such, or you look this way or whatever. So I don't know, that's just my opinion on that from what I said. It, it took me forever to find one of his, um, cause I wasn't following him before um, we spoke about it. But when I went on YouTube, I couldn't even find one of his I guess teaching videos because everything on the list was people reacting to this and just adding to whatever was happening. Yeah, yeah it was just crazy. You have people. to go under his, yeah, you have to like subscribe to him to see all his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
I was like, okay, I understand where he's coming from. Um, I don't think he's in a cult, like people are trying to say, like his church was a cult because, have you ever been to an exorcism in church? I saw it on the movie, The Exorcist, though. <laughs> oh, they tried to exercise me because the pastor saw me at the skating rink getting doing like that. Oh, oh, and then they, yeah. <laughs> they you out, girl. <laughs> they tried to, come up here and get this. What? Oh, man. And I'm still standing there like this. Y'all finish or is y'all done? Right. <laughs> I try to be traumatized, and I saw that a lot because I grew up in a Pentecostal um, background. Me too. Yeah, man, I saw that a lot. It's that joint traumatizing. Um, but I believe in it. It does happen, but I don't believe everybody is. But it stuff. It's not cool. Um, but anyway, back to the topic at hand. What do you this why I knew we would be perfect co-hosts because <laughs> you see things a lot more rationally than I do. I'm I'm <laughs> one to jump completely off the boat because yeah. I feel like this mf'er. <laughs> I'm trying to work on my cousin. This mf'er uh-huh. uh, is doing what they do. I yeah. feel like that's what men do. They they uh and then I do believe a lot of this is rooted in the black church, but that's a whole nother conversation for a whole that's that's probably about three episodes, three, four episodes to be honest with you, the black church. But I think that this is what men do. They are never satisfied. Okay with anything look at his wife you know you i listen to i have a guy friend which i'm not gonna mention him but he loves to talk about how women get cheated on because they gain weight they don't take care of themselves they uh let themselves go after a certain point in the marriage but look at his wife his wife she's still skinny she's still pretty yeah but he's still looking for the Instagram model. So it's like, it, that's just what it is. It just, to me, it doesn't matter what you do. Okay. They are never happy. She was with him since college. Wow. You know, she was in the band. He was on the football team. Oh, really? Yeah, she was in the band, she played saxophone. Uh, and so, and I, I swear to God, just to my band community, like soon as I saw her talk, I said, this girl, this is a band girl. Yeah, I knew it. She's a band geek. She gives you band yeah. geek vibes, you know. So I wasn't shocked when I saw that. But when they're with you from college like that, oftentimes what happens is they use you to build them up. You're with them when they're at their worst, when they're building, and when they're you're with them when they don't have anything, when they don't have money. That's true. When they're not wearing them tight ass shirts. <laughs> Oh, and then when they get to a certain stature, like he found a gig, he found a gig. That were, oh, yeah. I'm gonna do this thing. I'm gonna do this this YouTube thing. I'm getting some attention. Okay. Oh, jump. Okay. You know they start feeling themselves, and then they want to be out. You know they feel like they're at this tier where oh, I I only do Instagram models. Yeah. Yeah. Now I can get this. I'm on a different level now. Kind of attitude. Oh yes. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I, I only deal with the ones with fake booties and, and, and liposuction. That's a shame. That's kind of true. I don't believe all men are like that, but I do believe that they're men who are egotistical and kind of raised with the idea that you have to have these things in order to be considered a successful man. Like you have to have this and or somewhere in his life he felt like he had the entitlement somehow to these women so I don't know where that piece comes in but somewhere about that cheating piece because I didn't get to that cheating piece but um and you're I think you know a lot of things you said is you know it's, it's spot on like there are men who do that like they use the and I think ability factor when they're with you for a while and they think they know you're not going to go anywhere or they're just comfortable with you like you almost become a, almost like a sister and it's like, okay, well, she's my sister, but I need a lover. You know, I need somebody who's going to turn my pages, you know, <laughs> that kind of but thing. But they want you to be loyal, though. Yeah, and, and no, you can't do the same thing. Oh, no. Yeah, they can't stand <laughs> the thought of another man digging you out. No, you can't, because then you're, you know. You're a hoe. Ever, yes. You're cursed forever and ever. And then, you know, then the marriage is, is gone now. When they oh, do it's it, over, man. Yeah, we forgive them and then we move on. If we do that. <laughs> It's over. I'm filing. It's over then. Oh, yes. You've cheated on me about 50 lemon times and, you know. <laughs> right. 50 lemon times. Yeah. <laughs> and, but soon as you think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm out there. Oh! Yeah, yeah. Backflips and cartwheels. <laughs> now it's time to cry and be upset. And, yeah. You know, all of that. Yeah. Feelings matter. Yeah. Yep. Now we're going to therapy. Now we're going to oh, therapy. Oh, now it's time. Isn't that something? Yeah, it's true. And I think it, it's a personality thing. It's just, I don't think everybody's like that. I just think that, um, I guess I'm just hopeful that everybody's not like that. But, you know, I just think he wasn't ready for it mentally as far as the fame that came to him and the um, all that stuff. Preachers are egotistical like that. Like, they get to, it's like a... It's like a drug. Like they're telling people what they should do. They're changing lives. That makes them horny. Like, <laughs> so they just start but check this out. He hasn't always been religious like that. He cusses, so I know he's not. Yeah, bad. this is I, new. I guess it's a portion of him that <laughs> that he found God. Yeah, yeah. Now he, that he been caught. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, he's been in church all, for a long time. Like I saw videos of him in a church um like he was they called him pastor so i don't know if he was a pastor there or assistant but it was a while ago um the pastor did <laughs> pussy <laughs> that was bad sorry god sorry. oh god forgive me my mama if you see this i'm sorry i don't normally talk like that but i do but i don't but girl yes <laughs> Why? Why are y'all like this, man? I need to know why. Why are you like this? I want to talk to a male pastor who had who has had that go on. Where not? Who can tell me what it is they're feeling when? Well, men How? like feeling when they do that. Like, what is the difference between a, a, a pastor who has their mind together who hasn't done that stuff? Like, what is it that, what's the temptation involved? Like, how do they not say, okay, I got, you know, okay, then again, I'm, I'm, I'm referring to him as if he's a pastor and he's not a pastor. Um, but that's why I saw, I saw him helping out in the middle of a um, 
church proceeding. It was like a, another um, ex, uh, ex, exorcism. And he was, I guess, assisting. And the pastor involved called him pastor, Pastor Jackson. And so I was like, okay, well maybe he's like a deacon or something like that. But yeah, I was just like, I know, I know, I know. I'm trying, I'm reaching. Oh, I know, I feel like I'm just like giving up hope because oh. I just don't think I just don't believe that there is any way that they'll be happy. There's some men who can be if they get their head right. I think it's just about ego. It's all about ego, entitlement, looking at the gr the grass is greener on the other side. But it never it, is. And you always come back. I don't know what to say about that. Yeah, it never <laughs> is, is it? Oh, it's easy. It's it's comfortable. It's a comfortable thing, place to be. <laughs> what else? Like, it's a comfortable place for them to be. Um, and they think they can get away with it. <clears throat> That's pretty much it. They think they're going to get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> Like the same thing, but when when it ha when when I don't have your babies, mm -hmm. when I had your babies, yes, <laughs> but then I'm not good enough because I'm stretched out from having your babies. See, I just when it comes to relationships, I feel like I bombed my marriage, whatever, <laughs> because I just wasn't patient or whatever. I don't know. I have my own ideas about that. It's um, not worth it. It. I don't regret. Um, I don't regret the beginning or end of it. Um, but I do think a lot of it is about making a problem that one has a we problem. Okay, so you're gaining weight. Um, let's go to the gym. Mm -hmm. What would you like to do? What would keep you exercise? Like, if it's a real thing, or you're not cooking up, what can I do to assist you? In let's the cook together, right? Yeah, like be you, like. You, to me, my understanding of marriage might be a little old fashioned, but it's kind it's it's always about, there's not a one or the other. It's, it's not a you or a me problem anymore, it's a we. Like that's why they say that what God joined together is now, you know, you're, no man can break it apart. Not even each other. You're not supposed to break it apart, whatever. Stuff happens though, whatever. But yeah, you become one. So if you, this is what I was told when I was younger is like, if you tell your partner that they're stupid, that makes you stupid. If you tell your marital, that makes you ugly because you're just, you're one person. So we can't, I mean, that's just, I mean, it's- Not everybody believes in that for some reason. I don't think, I don't think everybody's listening at the wedding part when that's being said. I don't, I don't think everybody's listening. I guess so. Yeah. We gotta, we have to tell everybody that that's what it is. Because <laughs> I don't think, remember that and then you know a lot of social media helps too you know people do get these advices from people who are saying the wrong stuff and not really researching themselves and seeing what's wrong with themselves because if you if you have an issue with your partner and you really take the time to think about why that thing bothers you it could reveal a lot about yourself um, so, and I don't have any examples for that, but I, um, but it's true. Oh, um, man, bottle things up. Yeah. They bottle yeah. things up, you know, they don't know how that's to process. not helpful. Yeah. They don't process very well and mm -hmm. society them very well how to, they just, society teaches them to expect certain things just to be like, nobody really tells men before they get married, Hey, 
when you, you know, the sexual thing is not going to be hot the whole time. It's mm -hmm. going to be hot at first, but there's going to be a decline. People always advertise marriage to, especially young black men in the church. Oh, all the sex you want for the rest of your life. That's how it's going to be. Don't you want good sex the whole time you're married? But nobody sits them down and says, okay, well, this is how a woman is made and certain things may happen and certain, you know, there might be a decline for a little while. It doesn't mean that she doesn't love you. No, nobody really talks about that, that part of it. And right. I don't know if a woman thing or um because it could be a male thing too i've heard the same thing about men you know just kind of not being certain things they may go through that makes them lose that desire like there's other things attached to sex besides you getting some like it's not something that i'm obligated to give you it's something that we're sharing in so if there's a problem with it again it's a we problem we gotta work it out we gotta figure right. that yeah what as with everything else in a marriage or in a relationship period it could be a friendship it could be a you know marriage romantic or or family it's a we problem with nothing's really just one um well no i can't say that that's true sometimes it is just one <laughs> but um you know that's always when um when i think about um marriages and relationships like that I think if you, you know, even if communication is just number one. Oh, yeah. That, that's so simple. You know, that's just like the most simple thing. Yeah. That gentlemen are just not good with that. Communication, that's all you have to do is communicate. Yeah. Just say, if the, if the sex has declined for a little while, for whatever reason, just communicate that and just say well this is what's going on um why hide things yeah you know what i'm saying like hiding things that that doesn't help yeah that doesn't help the situation um there was a guy who came by here and delivered postmates to me uh-huh and he okay, was this gentleman he was um I mean, he was kind of cute, you know, but I didn't really pay him no mind. I just got the food, came back in the house. And so then they say I hear the doorbell ring again. And he's like, oh, my God, you are so beautiful. Um, I have got to talk, like get a hug from you or whatever. What? <laughs> I don't know what I was going through that day, because usually I would have just slammed the door in this dude's face yeah. and been like, the hell wrong with him? But I gave him a hug. Okay. Like a hug. What's a hug? Yeah. And so he's like, oh my God, you are just my type. You're tiny and thick and whoop, 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 whoop. And so I'm just kind of like, well, thank you. <laughs> and so the guy, uh, you know, he did get the number. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, you know, I'm kind of quasi-single right now. Okay. But um, he was married, you know, and so, and I was kind of like asking him when we talked on the phone, I'm like, the one, we only talked maybe like twice on the phone. And okay. I was more so my side of the conversation was, hey, have you told your wife any of these things? What about that? Have you, and then he's like, I just got married like last month. And I'm like, the fuck? What's wrong with you? Like, th this is me. This is the type of, I'm not, because I'm not the married man messer with her type right. of person. Because every bitch that's done that to me, I want to take their head off. <laughs> so I'm not even into that. 
to that. I was just more so like being a counselor to this guy. Like, dude, what's wrong with you? Like, have you not told her this? She doesn't know. She doesn't know. But she cheated on me while we were dating. I'm sure you did something. Yeah, you can't carry that into the the marriage and say, okay, now I can cheat on you. What the fuck? I'm sure you've done something. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're a male. I don't care. Yeah. As far as I can throw you. So, and, and then knowing the fact that you're over here just about to freaking nut Man, from a hug <laughs> over here, and you're married, and you know you're married. Man. A mom. His, it was crazy. And, and so like the second time uh, he called and I was like, hey, dude, have you talked to your wife about how you feeling or whatever? You know what I'm saying? And nah, but I don't, I'm not going to do this because I'm feeling guilty and, as well as you should. Good, right, right. That's kind of, that's bad. That's naughty behavior. Yes. <laughs> behavior but that's yeah. what they do they get so caught up that's how they cheat that's how that happens they yeah. get so caught up in the moment and and they get so they don't even use their brains they don't communicate mm-hmm. with whoever the so the wife the wife can sit because i've heard it from both sides i i i know people who mess with married men all the time yeah. You know, and and then they'll sit there, and their rationale is, well, he told me his wife does this and does that, and I'm like, that doesn't that doesn't. I pan. guarantee you, he ain't told her that. Right. He ain't said none of that to her. Yeah. He coming home acting like everything. Gravy. Great. Yeah. He ain't and- had that conversation. But like, I'd rather you just say, okay, I just want extra sex. That's all. I- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your woes about your marriage because it could be true or it might not be true. I think they just say things just to get you more comfortable with. Yeah, because yeah. they know. You know what I'm saying? They know. Yeah, I just I, I would rather them just say, you know, I just want extra sex. That's all. I'm getting some. I'm a hoe. But I just want to fuck. I just. Fuck. How about that? I'm what a hoe. That's all. Just right. Hey, I'm but, a hoe. Yeah, I just need to do. Just come out and say it. Yeah, I'm a hoe. This is yep. what, you know, hey, I'm a slut. I could work around that. <laughs> but kind of, sort of, I would still type of feel some type of way because I don't do married men. But yeah. at the same time, you know, just it's not fair to that other person. And, and But then some men will say, well, I told her she doesn't clean up enough. No, that's not the same thing as saying, hey, I got somebody else on the side. It's not the same. Right. First of all, <laughs> yeah. it's not hard to make us feel like that about anything, you know? <laughs> Yeah, we yeah. never feel like we're good enough. And so that, what does that do? That eats at your self-esteem, your sense of self-worth. Oh. Um, you always think that, okay, well, you know, this other person or these other people that he looks at, they're prettier than me. They're better than me. They are, that's what he likes. I'm never going to, I'm never going to be that. Yeah. I'm never gonna be this light skin or or um or Hispanic woman that he's telling all his friends are so fine and this and that. You know, I'm yeah. never gonna be any of that. Yeah, but you know, just kind of like why do why the fuck did you marry me in the first place? Like why did you even why didn't you just get with Senorita before? <laughs> yeah, like that was if that was a thing for you. Like why didn't you find that person and date them yeah. and yeah. waste? 
20 years of their life, you know? I think it's more of an again, sometimes I think um, the concept of cheating is more of a action against the other partner more than an action for that person. Like sometimes it's not just you want to just get some, I think it's just you want to get at the person that you're cheating on. Um, so that's an option too. Just you yeah, know, yeah, like, tit for tat, being childish. Yeah, being and just unprocessed emotions, uh-huh. unprocessed thoughts, unproperly processed thoughts. Um, along with again, like I love our culture for a lot of things, but there's a lot of things about our culture that bothers me, um, and some of the things that are repeated to brothers and sisters that just kind of um, it it kind of makes things like this more difficult. Um, therapy, therapy is everything. It ba- it makes it, it's an even platform. It even it, and it holds people accountable. Like you can. That's why I think it's good. And usually, the partner who does not want to go to therapy is usually the one who is the problem. Is usually the yeah, because they don't want to be found out. They don't want to be yeah. So, right. so what you gonna do throughout our whole entire life is gaslight me. Yeah. to make me think I'm crazy. And so nobody- I'm going to go check myself in the hospital. I'm going to get the medications. I'm going to talk to a therapist. Have you talked to anybody? No. Black men. Wrong get with therapy. Huh? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because quote unquote, there's nothing wrong with. Everybody you know. has some kind of mental <laughs> illness. Oh, yeah. And I just, you know, people can grow through these things. And I just hope I really hope that for the situation that, you know, there could be growth through it instead of just, you know, mm-hmm. usual. Hopefully there could be growth. Um, Everybody. Yeah, like just, just. Well, so many black, what, what, mental illness is taboo in our community. And we the work, we have it the most. <laughs> <laughs> we have it. Because I believe in I'm trying to think of the word. I believe in generational, I believe generations can be, DNA could be manipulated through generations. Like I believe slavery caused PTSD for a lot of people. And I think it was passed down. And I think that a lot of the things that we are dealing with now are results of PTSD yes. uh, from our forefathers. Like it changes your brain. PTSD will train your brain. And just like the concept of evolution does, if a living being is susceptible to a certain environment, it's gonna change your way of thinking and and those who proceed from you. So we nobody's really studying that, I guess because that would make a more of an argument for reparations. Oh, uh, they I, are. Mm. Yeah, but it's true. I, I think that um, not, only, not only scientifically and biologically and mentally, but also spiritually, I think there's some things that trickle down just you know, just um, feeling inferior, um, feeling like we have to do certain things so they think we're okay. They like That's we think being black all the time. We <laughs> we walk around thinking that white people are watching us do stuff. Don't put that out there because it's gonna look bad in front of the white people. But like, they are. <laughs> have you seen how they've been acting lately? Why are we performing for them? <laughs> they- <laughs> Man, it wasn't until I moved to Georgia that I realized that whole concept of looking good for the white. Because they do be watching us. I'm not saying, but no, there's no white audience. And if they have anything to say, all we have to say is, have you seen your last person? 
have you seen him? He is the gutter. And <laughs> we're all right with him. But you don't want to see my, what trash cans in the front. Like where I live, they they send notices out that we're not allowed to have our trash cans in the front of our um, houses anymore. Um, Cause that's what people will keep them because it's easier to put it in out when, you know, the garbage mm-hmm. people stuff like that little dumb stuff you know that we do so i don't know i think that's just my idea like i don't i don't do that anymore i don't do the performing trump is the ghetto huh he is the ghetto trump yeah, he like, is the ghetto yeah and then the rest is pe- like they just show their ass like and it's okay like i don't think i'm not saying that they're inferior to us because of that i'm just saying we the same we got the same issues you got the trailer part we got the hood like you know, is we we have the same issues. I don't want to make it seem like we're everything that we have going on with us is ghetto. Like anything that seems black, ghetto. Like no, just, because Trump is the ghetto. Like, like, yeah, like yeah. the ghetto. Trump, quote unquote. And honestly, I don't like saying ghetto because there's a lot of good things that came from the ghetto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're not. But Trump um, is whatever it is. Yeah, like it's just. <laughs> <laughs> Well, did we finish up? 